Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather. I'm going to give you some news and views from a West Texans biblical point of view, one you're not going to find in your mainstream media. Hey guys, welcome uh, to this podcast this evening. I am recording it very late on a Sunday night, uh, almost 11 o'clock. Um, anyway, so um, there's some things that popped up on my feed and I thought, well, you know, I was kind of doing a little bit of research, just looking around to see uh, if there's anything relevant to uh, to tell you guys about. And uh, there is a few things. So one thing that uh, really caught me off guard was, well, it really shouldn't during this time, but you know, it did. It says white supremacy and Christianity go hand in hand. Controversy erupts over campus bulletin urging students to examine their privilege. And there's a handy Christian privilege checklist provided, of course. This was on display at Indiana University, Purdue University, Indianapolis. Try to put that down as where you went to college at IUPUI uh, to make that short. And PU uh, sounds about right to me. PU, anyway, has ignited controversy and raised questions about the boundaries of academic expression and the portrayal of religious beliefs on campus. Of course, you can read that full story, but uh, not really uh, interested in that. But I did uh, want to bring up the uh, the attack on Christianity and um, what they're going to start saying all kinds of vile and hateful things about us. And now we're white supremacists because we're Christian Christians. Yes. So Christians inherit societal advantages is what they're talking about now. They go through six detailed pages of uh outlining all that good stuff that they're going to force down these poor kids throats and they're going to you know just more more firepower for them to come against christians and um so it's not really worth um going into the article but i did want to tell you guys that uh you know it's going to get worse coming after christians um we're going to be targeted more and more and we know this because in uh revelation it talks about during the tribulation that christians will be hunted down they will be martyred um that day's coming and uh so just a quaint little reminder if you don't know jesus as your savior right now your personal savior not your mama's savior not your grandmama's savior not your mammy's savior your personal savior today is the day don't wait another moment uh, for anybody who cries out uh, to the Lord to save them, he will save them. So today is that day. If you're sitting there on your couch eating that Cheeto, better ask Christ to save you. Anyway, so uh, Harbinger's Daily. It's time to sound the alarm. The world is being set up for a perilous deception. That article is by David Bowen. We'll talk about that this evening. And Rapture Ready, RaptureReady.com has a great article here by Terry James. You know I like him. He's got a lot of great books, too. By the way, he's blind. He wasn't blind at birth, though, but he is blind now. Um, Wonderful, wonderful uh, author. So it's called The Crisis. So we'll talk about The Crisis. And another thing I noticed today was at technocracy.news. And it says, creating God, AI may be last invention of mankind. That comes to us from Vanity Fair. And it's posted by Nick Bilton. And you can find that at technocracy.news. And so, a lot of stuff happening, all pointing towards uh, the tribulation. And if we see the signs of the tribulation, that only means that the rapture is going to happen before that. That's like right now. You know, you see all the decorations of all the garbage of the Halloween garbage wickedness out there. You see all that happening. 
Uh, but you know Christmas is coming. You know, we know Christmas will be here. Um, but what happens before Christmas? People seem to think about it. They forget about this now. But it's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving comes before Christmas. So always remember, we see all these signs happening. You get music in the stores. You know, like all this. We hear all this stuff happening. Well, we see all these signs coming together over in the Middle East. All these nations are coming together that are going to attack Israel in the end times. And all the coalitions that are going to be formed that's going to stand by. They're going to they're protest what happens. But they're not going to do anything to help Israel. This is Ezekiel 38 and 39 war uh, spoke of in the Bible. So we see all these coalitions and nations aligning up just like the Bible said. We see lawlessness on a global scale unlike anything we've ever seen. We see that rising. We have nuclear weapons. We have Russia and we have China and we have all these uh, North Korea and we have all this stuff going on. We have tensions in Taiwan, tensions in Israel. We have all kinds of things. Ukraine. Everything is happening. You know, there'll be wars and rumors of wars, Jesus said. Uh, but be not troubled. The end is not yet. So all of these things are happening. You know, we have, um, they're talking about nuclear war, like on a daily basis. You know, it kind of makes it, uh, the cold world seem a little, you know, like, I don't know, junior high compared to high school. Um, so all of these things are happening like God said they would happen in the, in the end days. And um, Israel is a nation again. You know, has it happened in over 2,500 years or 2,000 years? Israel's a nation again. Yes, that has happened just like the Bible said it would happen. Folks, everything is happening just like Jesus said it would happen. And so one note I wanted to throw out there to Christians looking for this red heifer and all this stuff. That's, your, that's great and all that. But let me tell you something. We're not going to be here for that. <laughs> we will not be here to see the red heifer uh christ is going to take us out of here we are not here we won't see the third temple we won't see any, we will not be here for any of that christ will take us out of here before then but we already see the signs that are already talking about the red heifer there's one in texas they shipped on to israel uh they have the plans already they have the priesthood they have the lineage the dna they've done all of these things all everything is ready Everything is ready and waiting. And so if you haven't been um, following or watching uh, Pastor Billy Crone at Sunrise Bible Church uh, talk about uh, Klaus Schwab and all this going on, you need to check out um, his sermon series on that. And on Wednesdays, they do the demonic, you know, uh, Bible studies on demonism, on vampirism, on um, anything you can think about uh, that, you know, is wicked, he, he, he covers all of that on Wednesdays. And so, but his Sunday sermons are really, really good. And so he's talking to Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum and Yuval Noah Harari and, oh, you know, the one world of government and like all of this crazy folks, you got to get in and watch that because you have a better understanding of what's going on and uh, how far into this that they really are. And uh, wickedness will abound. And of course, Satan is... Uh, a liar he was he was one from the beginning and a murderer from the beginning and any lie that comes out he is the father of all lies and so always remember that jesus told us that these days would be uh would be great deception great deception and uh, he, of course he says if it were not so even the elect would be deceived so that's that's pretty deceptive um forces out there so you have the demonic forces and um, all of these things are happening, just like he said. You don't have to turn your news on to know how much wickedness is going on in the world today. I don't watch TV that much anymore. I watch YouTube. 
um, you know, like Pastor, you know, I, I you know, I watch uh, John MacArthur and I watch some other things that are on YouTube and I follow uh, Jug and Stacy and um, uh, my friend there, uh, Mama Bear Prepper, uh, you know, Tasha, I, I follow her uh, on her Discord channel. Folks, I'm not on Discord a lot. Um, I try to be, but I have so much going on. You guys have no idea. For me, I, you know, I have to focus on certain things to get them done in the podcast here. Uh, is, is pretty important to me um, right now, uh, considering everything that's going on in the world today, and I don't really have a whole lot going on in the way of employment. So I figured, you know what, I'm going to devote the majority of my time um, to researching and trying to get uh, some more news out there to you guys so that you will have an idea of really what's going on. We in the United States kind of live a, a sheltered life, I would say. Um, I, I look around the world and um, there's folks over, you know, in Australia and uh, the people over in the UK and London and even in Canada, all oh, Canada, you know, even up there in Canada, you know, they don't have so many freedoms like we do here, you know. Uh, it's it's crazy for us to try to contemplate that. I have a hard time contemplating that, um, you know, especially here in the, even in the United States during this whole COVID thing. Like my brothers, both of them are in California. And they were really locked down. You know, here in Texas, we really weren't locked down. Like, everything just kind of went on like it always had gone on, you know. Um, and so, I think for like two weeks, the streets were empty, you know. We were like, whoa. And then after that, it was like back to kind of normal, really. Um, I don't really think it kind of affected us like it did the rest of the world. Of course, Texas, you know, we're kind of like our own country anyway. We kind of just do what we want to do, you know, here. Um, but when I look around and I see what happened, they were putting, especially in Australia, they were putting camps, like we would have FEMA camps or they had camps. They're literally throwing people in jail because of this. And then and they're forcing this concoction on people and, and, and it's killing people. And you think you're safe now, but you're really not. And you may not be safe if you've taken that concoction um because you know the stuff that it does to you like blood clots and just like these rubbery it's just it's crazy folks um but i i think when i read the bible and i looked at the end times and i just read it and you know like you know i've always studied eschatology it's always been on my heart um i think the lord put that um put that on my heart to study that to have a love for that to um you know really really you know focus on that um, for a reason and you know you know the bible always says we're put here for a time such as this and so i think god has equipped you and equipped me in our own special way um he's given us our own special gifts to use to glorify him uh in this time we're put here in this there's no accident why you and i are here at this time in history at this time on god's prophetic timetable there's no coincidence while we're here. I don't, I don't believe in coincidences. And so um, I think we're here to do um, his will. And uh, we're here to bring glory um, to God. And however that may be, um, most of you guys know, I mean, if you're a prayer warrior, boy, pray. Because that is mighty, mighty weapon of ours. That's, that's, all, that's the offensive weapon that we have. Praise the Lord. Um, God is amazing. And he is he can do all things. Remember, and we can, and you know that you, you take a verse out of context. I'll let people, I can do all things through Christ and strengthens me. That's right. I could just, yeah. the whole thing is we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. The whole reason for that is to do the will of God. So yes, I can do all things that God has called me to do to, you know, bring glory to him, to disciple, to do, you know, the will of God. That's what that means. Not that, you know, 
I can do all things to, you know, crazy. to just take that verse out of context. People take so much of the, like, don't judge, you can't judge me. Like, you know, they don't read their Bible. They read one sentence and that's what they take a hold of. Anyway, I digress on that. But I do tell you guys, uh, get in the word of God. Let the word of God get into you for a reason. Because the days that we live in are so deceptive. Folks, we have this Nipah virus or whatever that is going on. It's like a 75% mortality rate. And, of course, you know, the Wuhan lab have been working, getting a function with that. Um, I wonder how this is all going to end. I don't know. Read your Bible. <laughs> mm. You guys, I tell you, um, oh, man, that is some good coffee. That is a, You know, I'm really liking this pour-over coffee thing. I think I've told you guys about it if you listen to my podcast at all. Um, in the past, I have talked about this. It's a uh, Park Brew, P-A-R-K Brew Coffee Company. And uh, you can go to parkbrewcoffee.com if you would like to learn more about them. And I am not, I don't, I don't get paid for any of this. I don't, trust me, <laughs> I do not. I found them on Amazon. Um, I don't get, so if I tell you guys about something, I'm not promoting anything. There's no links on anything for you to, to, to whatever. I, I don't get paid for none of this stuff. If I find something good, I'm going to tell you about it. That's all that is. Um, one day, maybe, uh, but not right now. So um, anyway, uh, so things, things are happening um, at breakneck speed. And things are only going to happen faster. And um, so this whole Nipah virus and you get oh, the COVID variant, the BS is like I wanted to call it. It's called EV. Who knows if they want to come up with these names. Anyway, I might call it the BS virus. Um, you know, boom, the variant. Um, and you guys, if you don't know what that means in Texas, it means bull hockey, bull hockey. Um, that's the that's the variant that they have out right now, folks. Um, Dr. McCullough. Um, he's got some really, really good stuff, some protocols and stuff that you can go through um, if you are immune, um, immunocompromised or even if you, you know, are older or whatever. There are things that you can do to build your immune system and to lessen um, uh, the effects of this virus or whatever that they want to throw out there um, that's going to come our way. So, you know, just do your research um, and be, uh, be vigilant in that. A lot of stuff, natokinase um, that you can use for the spike protein that uh, breaks it down. CBD, so CBD oil um, is another product that you guys can use. Um, and uh, if you like to, you can listen to uh, Dr. John Campbell's um, speech about that. It's not really a speech. He did a, an upload on his YouTube channel talking about what the research has found with CBD and not THC. It is CBD. Uh, it's an isolate um, from the plant, and so no, you don't get high from it. Um, but uh, in, uh, ironically, so if you are doing the gummies with the THC and you are smoking the marijuana, well, the THC kind of um, cancels out the CBD, so you're not really getting any benefits from that. So um, just to let you know, marijuana is bad for you um anyway so uh yeah marijuana all is bad just bad bad stuff and um but the cbd is uh is good stuff uh the cbd is really great and if you want some good quality cbd go to procana.com procana p-r-o-c-a-n-a.com that is where i get my cbd products when and if i do buy them i haven't bought them in a while but after watching um john campbell's um research on that today i may pick me up another bottle 
Um, I used to get it for my dogs and for some clients' dogs that I had. Um, uh, they had hip dysplasia, and the stuff works amazingly, amazingly with them. And if you have a hyper dog or if you have a, a very an- anxious dog, it works really well um, for the dogs as well. So, and the good thing about Procana is the only thing that they use in their products when you get the tinctures is extra virgin olive oil and the CBD isolate. But if you get the one for the pet, it is organic peanut butter flavor. So organic peanut butter flavor, extra virgin olive oil, and the CBD isolate. So anyway, there you have it, folks. There's some good news for you. So anyway, <laughs> let's jump to a couple articles. So some of the articles that I had looked at that I wanted to talk about, I had read through a little bit here, and uh, mm, not really family-friendly so we're going to change it up a little bit from the headlines that I originally wanted to talk to you guys about to the headlines that we are going to talk about. <laughs> so um, we're going to run over here to harbingersdaily.com and we're going to talk a little bit about um, it's time to sound the alarm. The world is being set up for a perilous deception. This is uh, David Bowen and it's uh, August 25th, 23 at harbingersdaily.com. We can check that out there. One other one I want to talk to you guys about is Oliver Melnick. It's the Feast of Trumpets and the Rapture, Connections and Assumptions. And then uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. And that is the uh, www.newantisemitism.com. You can find it there. We're going to skim through there and just talk a little bit about that. So what I want to do is I'm going to run back over here. So folks, perilous times. Perilous times are coming Perilous times are here. They're here right now. Um, I, You really can't turn on the news without hearing of the depraved, and I mean depraved, insane wickedness that is going on. Words fail me. My vocabulary is lacking uh, when I try to think of words um, to describe what is happening in the world today. I try not to look at the news because of the wicked evil depravity in the world in the things that are being done to not only people to, to humans to children and um it is it is hard um to read stuff like that and so i prefer not to uh the bible tells me to focus on good things the things that are pure things that are lovely to focus on heavenly things and so i mention this only to let you guys know what is really happening in the world these things are happening they are occurring, and if you do not have um, a way to protect yourself, may I throw this out there right now? Get yourself a gun. Learn how to use it. Um, if you don't feel safe with a firearm in your house or on you or whatever, get you a stun gun. Get you not just the little stun gun that you carry. I mean the taser. You want a taser that's going to shoot those things out because you don't want to wait till they get that close to you before you have to, you know, reach out and touch somebody. Um, you can get a, a taser and they'll, and you can grab them on Amazon for like 60, 70 bucks, I think. And it shoots out those tasers, kind of like when you see the police officers deploy those, you know. Um, that's kind of what you want. You want something before they get into your personal space, you can stop them. Um, another thing is you want to get pepper spray gel. Don't get the spray, get the gel because the spray is going to go everywhere if it has an opportunity, if the wind's blowing. Um, and you do not want that back onto you. Um, get the gel, it'll stick to them a little bit better. Um, so there's a lot of ways you can get things to protect yourself. And so 
um, now is the time that you want to do that. If you do not have a firearm or if you're afraid of guns, um, trust me, your gun is not going to get up and walk off, okay? Um, it's not going to cock itself and it's not going to shoot somebody on its own. Um, so please don't be afraid of firearms. But if you are, please go take training classes. Lots of classes, very cheap. Um, if you have really good friends, you know, they may be able to, especially police officers, um, deputies, or anything like that. If you anybody like that in your family, any security officers, um, anything like that that's um, well-versed and that are well-trained, uh, they would be more than happy to um, show you firearm safety. Um, but if not, definitely before you ever go and buy a firearm, if you're not comfortable with them, take a firearm safety class first. I can't emphasize that enough. Um, because uh, you're going to want to know that weapon inside and out. And you're going to be able to take that thing apart, put it back together with your eyes closed. <laughs> Pretty much, you're going to want to know everything. Because you're going to get into a situation, your gun's going to jam, and you're not going to know what to do. Um, so you definitely want to take classes. You want to be comfortable with it. You want Whatever weapon of choice or weapons of choice you have at your disposal, you're going to want to be able to utilize those and utilize those to, uh, to the best of your ability. So anyway... Um, I say that only because the world is getting, um, like, I have never seen the world. You know, the Bible told us these things would happen. And I think when we read, when we read through this, when I was a kid, I know I've been studying eschatology for a very long time. You know, God has put special gifts on our hearts. You know what I mean? I told you all that before. And uh, I feel that that is my calling. And um, when I read these when I was younger, and I thought, ah, oh, you know, you know. And I thought the world was bad then. <laughs> that was like a cakewalk. 25 years ago oh my goodness i couldn't fathom things being this on a global massive scale mass murder on a global scale mass murder um children mass murdering you know six months old go get your vaccine let's get your back now there's a big push to get the vaccine you know have you noticed that it's not even a vaccine big push big push for this right now hello Hello, did anybody just forget the last couple of years? People are dropping dead. Dropping dead. Gee, I don't know why. It's always been like this. You know, they try to sweep it under the rug or like, oh, it's uh, it's cancer from that stuff, you know, from household products. They're making up all kinds of stuff. People are dropping dead like flies. But hey, get another booster. <laughs> Safe and effective. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, oh, let's get another one of those. Because it worked so well the last time, right? No, well, people are idiots. They're like, they have, they, they can't reason. You know, we're a Romans one culture. We're all the global Romans one culture is what is going on globally. Globally, people can't reason. We're calling people by, I don't need their pronouns. Like, what is going on? What God created male and female. That was it. There's nothing else. <laughs> It, male and female you know well i'm a trans you're not trans you're not whatever you're male or you're female that's it god didn't make a mistake you know so but this world you know they cater those people they will call good evil and evil good oh little timmy would you like to be little timmy well we won't tell your parents but we're gonna cut your penis off okay and we'll give you all this other stuff and then we'll send you home folks this is child abuse on a global scale, this is, do, do you think they care? Do you think that they care that they are, they, they're ruining these children's lives? 
And you'll see them now, they detransition or whatever. They're all coming out and telling you the truth. Like that one thing, he goes, I've lost my you know, penis forever. Like he's never going to get that back. I mean, can you imagine? I can't fathom anything like that. They're cutting little girls' breasts off because they want to be a little boy. This is wickedness. This is demonic. But yet, the world goes along with it. This is just great. Look how brave they are. What? You will stand before God one day and answer for this wickedness. Right before you're cast into hell. Guys, I, I just didn't fathom that, that things could be this bad. It could be this bad. And guess what? It's only going to get worse. Can you imagine worse? It's happening. It's going to get worse. The Bible said this will wax worse and worse until Christ comes back. So we're looking for Jesus Christ while the lost world is looking for the Antichrist. We, as Christians, are looking for Jesus. But the world will be looking for the Antichrist and they will worship him. And they will, even in the book of Revelation, I think it's chapter 13, when all of this is happening, they still refuse to repent. They know that it's God pouring the wrath onto them and then yet they refuse to repent of their wicked ways. They will love the money and they will love pride and they will love themselves and they will love all this and they will not repent. Could you imagine? I can't imagine that. I can't I just can't. But it will happen just like God says, look at the world today. Pride. Look how proud these people are and boastful. Wicked. But again, we do not flesh. We don't war against flesh and blood. It's not James that we're warring against. It's demonic entities that we are warring against. Who are in control of James. So we've got to tell people the truth. The only truth. We have the only truth. The world is telling these people a lie. We, as Christians, have the only truth. We know that Jesus Christ is the way. He's the only way, the truth, and life. And no one comes to the Father except through Jesus. We have the truth of the gospel. We have the Bible, the only truth. These people think everything is relative. Well, you know, that might be true for you. <laughs> but that's not true for me. Folks, there's going to come a day... When they will stand before God. There's going to be a day that you and I will stand before God. What are we going to say? How are we going to account for our lives for the time? How are we going to account for the time that God has given us? What are we going to say? What are we going to do? You know, I'm tired of wasting time. My own time, not yours. I'm saying mine. I'm, I'm tired of, of sitting back. And thinking, well, I'll do that later. I'll do that later. Ah, you know, I'll do that later. I need to do it now. If God puts it upon your heart, you need to do it now. I need to do it when he tells you to do it. And uh, I need to start doing that. And so I guess it's sin when God has tell, had called us to do it. And we wait. We procrastinate. Procrastinate. That's better. I need to stop doing that. <laughs> And if somebody out there is listening and they have the same problem I do, just know I, I feel you. We need to stop doing that. Uh, but anyway, let's jump into this article. So it's time to sound the alarm. 
The world is being set up for a perilous deception. This is by David Bowen, posted on the 25th of August at harbingersdaily.com. So let's check it out here. So a watchman is to see danger coming into sound the alarm. He is to urge God's people to live faithfully and warn them of any risk that may tempt them to take their focus off the Lord. Folks, that's Ezekiel 33 verse 7. He says, with that said, let me ask you three questions. Number one, how much do you desire to make life easier? Number two, what price are we willing to pay for speed and convenience? And number three, should technology be a cause of concern for a watchman? So, NFC tags, he says, near field communication technology called NFC tags for short is being used in many daily activities, often without people realizing they have this technology at their fingertips. Anyone with a smartphone has NFC technology built in. For example, anyone who uses systems such as Apple Pay uses NFC technology. NFC tags allow technology to communicate without the need for an internet connection. Businesses have been using this technology for a while. So Kraft Foods have used NFC tags to provide instant coupons, special officers offers in product information directly on their packaging. While shopping, they may or says while shopping, they have made it easy to download Kraft's iFood assistant app and see recipes, generate shopping lists, and buy more of their products. Designers have used NFC tags for security and to authenticate their brands. But now consumers have found that having NFC tags embedded in their clothing allows them to do tasks such as turning their phone to silent during important meetings. Aero shirts have placed an NFC tag on the cuff, and by tapping your phone on your cuff, you can complete such taxes or such tasks as sending someone your business card, changing the music on your cell phone, and sharing a Facebook link. Nail salons are starting to embed NFC nail tag onto customers' nails, allowing them to have the same technology abilities at their fingertips. Couples who want to take their wedding announcements to the next technological level now have options. Wedding invitations are now available using NFC technology, and by doing so, couples can send out wedding announcements embedded with video, audio, and pictures. NFC technology is becoming so common that you can buy a lot of NTAG215 blank NFC cards on Amazon or eBay. These cards uh, store over 500 bytes of memory, are waterproof, and give you access and convenience. You can turn home systems uh, and appliances on or off with these cards. You have instant access to event tickets. You can store personal information, and the NFC tag can be used for cashless payments. Credit cards, smartphones, store shelves, clothing, and nail salons. What is the next innovation in wearable technology? How about the human body. The medical field has been a driving force behind this new renaissance, taking digital technology directly to the human body. So digital tattoos, a digital tattoo can allow medical professionals to monitor one's blood sugar level or patient blood pressure. The University of California, San Diego has developed a lab on the skin. This wearable device can monitor glucose levels in things like alcohol and lactate levels. This is applied directly to the skin and sends data wirelessly to a custom smartphone app. Take the possibilities of the digital tattoo further. The Motorola Corporation launched the digital tattoo for its Moto X handset. 
The digital tattoo sticker unlocks the smartphone without the need for a password. With this development, a digital tattoo has more potential than only medical purposes. Mm. A digital tattoo can be used for both good and evil. The concern is if our culture adapts and accepts the digital tattoo for everyday activities such as buying and selling, how far of a leap will it be to the open acceptance of the mark of the beast? He goes on to say, The Great Narrative, a sequel to The Great Reset. The World Economic Forum founder and executive chairman Klaus Schwab and his co-theory, or I'm sorry, co-author Theory Malaret released their new book, The Great Narrative. The Great Narrative is phase two of The Great Reset. This book encapsulates the Davos vision and explores how we can shape a constructive common narrative for the future. The book describes how uh, how we can create a more resilient, inclusive and sustainable future. Our world is putting the technology the Antichrist will use to control and dominate the world into the hands of people willing and able to develop and launch the Antichrist system. Synthetic Biology. The World Economic Forum, in its book, The Great Narrative for a Better Future, explains the 19th century was a century of chemistry. The 20th century was a century of physics. And the 21st century will be the century of biology. So in this book, uh, written by Klaus Schwab, the founder and executive chairman of the World Economic Forum, or the Fourth Reich, I'm sorry, the World Economic Forum says, we will re-engineer biological systems. We are at the dawn of of the genetic revolution. We now understand how to rewrite the genetic code. That's on page 102, by the way. Rewriting, rewriting, my goodness, we're hunting rabbits. I'm sorry. Rewriting the genetic code is what they call synthetic biology. And they say it delivers on its promise. AI and warfare. Okay, so here we go. AI and warfare, folks. So Schwab explains, quote, cybercrime and cyber attacks occur in the digital realm without shots being fired or bombs being launched. This is fundamentally different from modern warfare, which is Fast becoming cyber, uh, combining deadly forces with digital capabilities. That's on page 100. Drones can be used for military purposes. Countries can now use this technology to protect their borders. But understand, on the evil side, drones can also be used to target the civilian population. In March 2021, the United Nations confirmed that for the first time, military-grade autonomous drones could fly to specific locations, pick their targets, and kill without deploying any Humans on the battlefield. Network for greening the financial system. This is NGFS. According to the Great Narrative, which is phase two of the Great Reset. Sorry, my dog was like, he got a little upset with his cat. Sorry. Um, we'll start that again. Let me get a drink of coffee. Squirt. <laughs> Bless his heart. So, anyway, according to the greening. Okay. <laughs> According to the great narrative, which is phase two of the great reset, the network for greening the financial system is a group of 91 central banks committed to mobilizing mainstream finance to support the transition towards a sustainable economy. That is on page 125. And so he goes on to say, what does that mean? It means central banks will now adopt their policies around what will be considered climate related risk. Have you guys noticed? I'm going to throw this in there. 
everything, everything you buy, everything you look at, all the advertisements is all, we are diversity, DEI, we believe in climate change. This box was made of, of, of <laughs> dirt that we found in the back garden, put them all together, and we've saved all this money, and this is our footprint, garbage, blah, this, all this, everything you look at has that on there. Have you guys noticed? Take a look at anything you buy from now on, and it's going to have something on there about their carbon footprint or something about DEI, which is diversity, inclusion, and blah, blah, blah. You know, literally, guys, read, just pay, pay attention. We're being inundated by it. Anyway, sorry, he goes on to say, the World Economic Forum was playing around with the concept of carbon quantitative easing, meaning having central banks create a carbon coin and paying companies to keep carbon in the earth. Did you get that, folks? Mm. Quantitative easing? Hmm. If you remember, quantitative easing, or QE, was a financial strategy central banks, such as the Federal Reserve, used during the Great Recession of 2008. The Federal Reserve purchased large amounts of securities, such as mortgage-backed securities. They made these purchases by simply printing more money. When a central bank prints money, the supply of dollars increases, which could lead to inflation. From 2008 to 2014, the Federal Reserve completed three rounds of quantitative easing. Now central banks are committing to mobilizing again. So morality and values. In the great narrative, the World Economic Forum is saying we must reconsider the role of morality and values in our lives and reevaluate how they, morals and values, affect our behavior and decision making. Seriously, he asked? Me too. So, quote, we cannot do things the way we normally do them and must reflect on the values that guide us. This is what the idea of COVID-19, the Great Reset, was premised upon. Change is always painful. This requires a re-examination of the role of morality and values. How critical are they and how can they best inform our decisions and calls for action? Unquote. That's on page 135. So he goes on to say, well, what do you think? Does synthetic biology, AI, and warfare, a greener financial system, morals and values sound like things we should be concerned about? Mm, uh, yeah, I, I think we should. So he goes, uh, should we be willing to turn these areas of life over to technology for convenience or to make life easier, supposedly? There is now a movement working around the clock to install the Antichrist system. And so far, the sheep are cheering this plan on. The sheep are lining up excited to implement new technology, oblivious that the wolf is watching and ready to pounce. It's time to sound the alarm, he says. The world is being set up for a perilous deception. Folks, absolutely. Uh, that article is by David Bowen or Bowen. And he's a teaching evangelist for Lamb and Lion Ministries. He's co-host of the Christ and Prophecy television program. So, guys, if you haven't subscribed to Lamb and Lion Ministries, you should do that. That was uh, David Reagan. Um, he has since retired. <laughs> I think he's 90-something years old. He has retired. and uh, But he's still involved in uh, Bible prophecy. And I love him. Love, love, love him. So, let's jump to... Uh, I have a little bit of time. We're going to skim this article here. So this is the Feast of Trumpets and the Rapture Connections and Assumptions. This is by Oliver Melnick. And you can find it at um, the uh, www.newantisemitism.com. So he says, each year, the end of the summer means the Jewish High Holy Days are just around the corner. Rosh Hashanah, which is the Jewish New Year. Yom Kippur, which is Day of Atonement. And Sukkot, which is the Feast of 
tabernacles are upon us. These fall feasts are very meaningful to the Jewish people and have great significance, prophetically speaking. So when we look at Leviticus 23, we can see all the feasts of the Lord given to the children of Israel in a particular order. All six feasts or seven feasts, since some people uh, separate Passover and unleavened bread, are called yearly convocations and are divided into two distinct categories. So the spring festivals is Pesach, um, which is Passover, and that is Leviticus chapter 23, verses 4 through 8. And you have the first fruits, which is Leviticus chapter 23, verses 9 through 14, and Shavuot, which is uh, Pentecost. And you have that uh, Leviticus chapter 23, verses 15 to 21. Then you have the fall feast, which is Rosh Hashanah, Leviticus chapter 23, verses 23 to 25, Yom Kippur, which is Leviticus chapter 23, verses 26 through 32, and Sukkot, which is Leviticus chapter 23, verses 33 through 44. So we can also derive a prophetic significance from these festivals, he says, as they pertain to the redemptive career of Yeshua, the Messiah. This can be both a blessing and a curse, depending on how we establish the prophetic connection and how much we assume. The study of biblical prophecy can suffer from friends and foes, and yet it is critical that as modern-day disciples of Yeshua, we study the prophetic words of the Bible. The, con the connections exist, and they are strong. And so we're going to talk about the Passover, which is the death of Messiah. So spring festivals have been fulfilled by the first coming of Yeshua, the Messiah. So Leviticus, and then of course, Isaiah 53, um, verses 5 through 8 in 1 Corinthians, verses, uh, or chapter 5, verse 7 and 8. The first fruits, which was back to Leviticus, uh, 23 9 through 14 is the resurrection of the messiah which is the first corinthians chapter 15 uh, verses 14 17 and verses 20 through 24 pentecost which is the birth of the body of messiah and that is exodus 19 1 uh, uh 19 chapter 19 verses 1 and verses 3 through 8 in acts chapter 2 verses 1 through 4 so prophetically speaking these festivals are behind us he says and there are three more to look forward to they are known as the fall feast and i'm going to get a drink of coffee here okay so the fall feast will be fulfilled at the second coming of yeshua the messiah rosh hashanah which is the regathering of the saints and uh, we just talked about that from Leviticus, but you can find it in Isaiah chapter 27, verses 12 and 13, First Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through 18, and First Corinthians chapter 15, uh, verses 15 through 58. Yom Kippur, uh, which is the great tribulation. This is Ezekiel 36, verses 24 and 25, Zechariah uh, chapter 13, verses 8 through 9. And chapter 12, verse 10, and 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10. Uh, Sukkot, which is uh, Leviticus 23, 33 through 44, is the gathering of the Messiah and the believers, which is John chapter 7, verses 38 and 39, chapter 8, verses 12, and Zechariah chapter 14, uh, verses 16 through 19, and Matthew chapter 17, verse 4. I will link this article in the description so you guys will have these scripture verses so based on several biblical reasons the leviticus feast of the lord not being the least of them he says i adhere to a pre-tribulational pre-millennial view of the end times in other words rosh hashanah comes before yom kippur which comes before Sukkot. so logically and biblically we can look at the regathering of the believers the great tribulation and the millennial kingdom in that order these connections can be made on a biblical foundation, but how does that help us with the timing of the rapture 
or does it? He says. So more books, articles, and videos have been produced to prove that the rapture will take place on Rosh Hashanah than I can count. He says. There is no doubt that people are very interested in the rapture, and they should, but can a date be set? The extent to which people go to calculate the date of the rapture is mind-boggling. Let's try to connect some dots, he says. So, connection between Rosh Hashanah and the rapture, the blowing of the trumpet in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through 18. So, Paul's Jewish audience couldn't have known about the trumpets of Revelation since the book had not been written uh, when he addressed the Corinthians. They would know about the last trumpet of Rosh Hashanah, known as the Tekiah uh, Gedola, uh, when God brings an end to the church age, which is the fulfillment of the of the interval of several months between Shavuot and Rosh Hashanah, He will send Yeshua together the saints dead and alive. Shofars uh, were used to call to battle, announce a new moon, or call a gathering of people. So there is a thematic connection between the last trumpet and the rapture, since it will be the time chosen by God to regather the saints to himself. Assumption between Rosh Hashanah and the rapture. So he says, because of the last trumpet connection, many have come to place the rapture on the Rosh Hashanah using other, quote, proofs from numerology, Talmudic writing, and other sources. We throw in here, numerology is a sin. Anyway, um, so could the rapture happen on Rosh Hashanah? Absolutely, he says. But if it does, it will not be because it is Rosh Hashanah. Uh, Rosh Hashanah, he says, but because that will be the day God has picked in his infinite wisdom. So if we seek passages about Yeshua's return to get us, we cannot find a specific date. So the rapture is signless. Nothing needs to happen before the rapture takes place. Nothing, he says. We know that Yeshua is preparing a home for us and that he will return to get us all as we read in Yet the Bible doesn't tell us when by date, but it tells us that it will be before Yom Kippur since Rosh Hashanah always comes 10 days before the Day of Atonement. So he says, Rabbis teach that the fate of all Jews is decided on Yom Truah, the Day of Trumpets, but it isn't sealed until Yom Kippur. This is a time of introspect or introspection and repentance when Jewish people go out of their way to seek forgiveness from anyone they might have hurt throughout the year. The Sabbath that falls within these 10 days is known as uh, the Shabbat Shavah, or the Sabbath of repentance. Sabbath of repentance. So anyway, he says, um, an event in Yeshua's redemptive ministry doesn't have to happen on the exact day of a feast to fill that feast. But the event's meaning and symbolism suffice to fill one of the Levitical feasts, he says. Yeah increase this font a little bit i'm having a bit of a trouble there there we go it's a little better okay so he says um so that will be true for the rapture the tribulation in the millennial kingdom if rosh hashanah the great tribulation in the millennial kingdom are the fulfillment of the last three fall feasts while they uh, while they do not require to happen on the exact day of each feast but they could they still will occur in the immutable order of the feast found in leviticus 23 uh, Yom Teruah, Yom Kippur, and Sukkot. That we know, he says. So the real question is not when will the rapture take place, but when the rapture takes place, am I going to be taken up or left behind? He says, if you have placed your trust in the death and resurrection of Yeshua the Messiah for your sins, you have eternal life in God's presence and you will be raptured. Don't speculate on dates that cannot be calculated, but invest your time in boldly sharing our hope in Yeshua with the lost. You never know. The rapture 
could happen before, during, or after Rosh Hashanah. But after it happens, our influence on those who don't know Yeshua will be gone. Let's use this time we have left wisely. I completely agree, Oliver Melnick. Anyway, uh, our, uh, Oliver wrote that article, and I will link that, folks, um, in the description so you guys can get those um, uh, scripture verses. And so, um, like he says, we don't know the day, and we don't know the hour of when Christ comes to take us home. And it's funny because the Bible says only God himself knows. The angels don't know. Jesus doesn't even know. Only God the Father knows when he tells Jesus to go get his bride. So if you guys haven't watched, it's called Before the Wrath. Um, guys, you won't want to check that movie out. It is completely worth uh, your time. And that will explain a whole lot, a whole lot more. And so it breaks it down because you know the Jewish wedding is very unique. But the Galilean Jewish wedding is even more unique. And so if you think about it, all of the disciples of Jesus were Galilean. Anyway, check out the movie. Uh, before the wrath, uh, you will not be disappointed. Anyway, it will definitely strengthen you. It will give you some encouragement and some hope uh, in these last days, which we all need most definitely. Guys, I mean, we are here to tell folks the truth. There's so much going on. Heavy rain is going on in Florida, not to mention um, in the Middle East and in the UK. And like there's flooding everywhere Things are um, worse, and, and they're going to get worse and worse. And we know um, that the Bible talks about, you know, um, devastating weather events during the tribulation. And so if we are nearing the tribulation, the time of the tribulation, we can expect to see things like that now. And, um, you know, I, I tell you folks uh, to be prepared, not to be scared. You know, it's still, I still think about my little neighbor, you know, how she was scared to, I'm just scared about the things in the Bible. I don't even want to read that. I'm like, oh, what? We shouldn't be like that. Um, you know, pastors have done a great disservice because they've gone after, um, oh, what was his face? Telling everybody, oh, you can grow your church. We're good. This is how you need to do this. And, and we won't, I'm not even Warren, Rick Warren. Anyway, I don't, mm, folks. Uh, it's not about growing your church if you're not feeding the flock. You know what I mean? Uh, you can have a lot of people go into a building, but that'll make them the church. You know, building is not the church. The people, the people are the church. We have the Holy Spirit living inside of us. Um, so if you do, um, if you are looking for a church um, and you can't find one where you live, a Bible preaching good church, if you can't find one where you live, go to Sunrise Bible Church. You can go to Pastor Billy Crone. You can go to getalifemedia.com and getalifemedia.com uh, and sign up for a home church. And uh, who knows, you could be a home church where you live. Michelle in Alabama. Michelle in, uh, I want to say Bama. Bama, roll tide, Bama. <laughs> anyway, she has a home church. So, um, if you need to, reach out to me and I can get you in contact um, or go to getalifemedia.com and you can get in contact right there. Um, guys, time is short. Days are very, very short. And um, here's, check this. Here's an article. I want msn.com. And look what I found. Mm, Jesus accepts trans people. Critics slam chat GPT. Generate a fake Bible verses about Jesus accepting those 
who strive for unity within themselves. Folks, a chat GPT is of the devil. Right there, front page, boom. Um, guys, uh, I will tell you one thing. Um, the Cowboys won tonight. <laughs> Dak was that great tonight. I usually say Dak ain't that great, but he was, he was great. <laughs> so, yeah, 30 to 10. Yeah, go Cowboys. Uh, it was pretty good. The Dolphins won. Oh, and the Giants won. My friend's a huge fan of the Giants. Me and her, she's one of my bestest friends. And uh, last week was terrible because we beat them 40 to nothing. Anyway, um, <laughs> people are like, how can you watch this football stuff? I'm like, look, yeah, got a lot of great men. Here in Texas, let me tell you something. We will give up on relationships. We will give up on family, but we will not give up on the Cowboys. Okay, that's just how we are. <laughs> Uh, I have a lot of great memories of my mom, my dad, and all of us watching um, football when I was younger. You know, Tony Dorsett and uh, Randy White and uh, Ed Tall Jones and all those good, good cowboy players back in the day uh, when we still had Landry. But then again, I always say until Jones sells that team, we probably won't ever do anything because he did Landry dirty. Anyway, I know there's a lot of politics, controversy, and all that garbage going on in the in the NFL everywhere you go, but. Uh, you know, my brother and I, um, we text each other, go, go Cowboys, you know. So me and dad, um, my dad, when he was, um, especially during the COVID thing, and I couldn't even get in to see him, but we would, um, FaceTime each other and watch the football games together. And so, um, uh, has a kind of special place in my heart. Football does. I know I hate that it's gone to the, to the birds, but I still watch it just for the game. And, uh, I love college ball too. And, uh, you know, that's just, uh. You got to have some stuff, right? So I'm a huge football fan. But anyway, um, you know, guys, I, I just, you know, we are, we are in the days and you look around and you just see this crazy, crazy headlines. I mean, crazy headlines, children killing their parents, parents did wicked, evil, wicked things. I don't even want to talk about it. But uh, here, listen to this. NASA detects molecule on another planet that can only be produced by life. What? <laughs> they found a molecule on another planet. You know, is that amazing? Think about it. And NASA detects a molecule on another planet that can only be produced by life. But then again, you're going to murder a baby in the womb because, well, that's not really a baby. It's just a glob of cells. Yeah. Really? Evil wickedness. But, uh, you know, I'm just going to say it like I'm saying. Here. New York climate. New York climate protest calls for ending fossil fuels. And here all these people are, heat waves, humanity, oh my gosh, we've got to kill. What they don't understand, they're going to kill themselves. They're going to stop fossil fuels. So what are you going to heat your house with? <laughs> the power grid going down, are you going to, are you going to really, can't, look what happened to Texas. We let Orcott do all their crap, remember? Yeah. Yeah, we, people died. Because it was snowing in places in Texas. It's, I don't think it's ever snowed before. Um, so, yeah, learn a lesson from Texas, huh? But this is what these people do. They brainwash all these people, and that's what they're going to do. They're like, oh, yeah, we've got to save the planet. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> this planet ain't going nowhere until Jesus Christ comes back because he's the one that's going to destroy it. And we're gonna have a brand, he's going to make a brand new heaven and earth. But until then, we will still be on this earth. And things will continue as they always will until Jesus comes back. So anyway, um, you know, I, 
I'm just telling you guys uh, here, Australian state suspends human rights laws to lock up more children. What in the world? Folks, it's crazy, crazy. We're just living in crazy times. We're living in the end times, living in the end times. And um, we have got to wake up. So we'll tell you this much. Don't take the vaccine. It's not really a vaccine. Don't take the jab, the clot shot or whatever you want to come up. Who knows what's going to do to you this time, right? Just uh, pray, folks. Pray. We need to be in prayer. We need to be thankful thankful and just you know every morning wake up with a grateful heart a thankful heart you know his mercies are new every morning and isn't that a wonderful thing and uh, it is 12 25 my time so i'm gonna get off of here you guys and um man get in the word of god let the word of god get into you and maranatha lord jesus maranatha may god bless each and every one of you may he give you boldness to tell the world about him to tell the good news to tell the gospel and don't back down Thank you guys so much for listening. I really do appreciate all your support, and I pray for all of you guys. Thank you all so much. May God bless you.